Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students of the Upper School. I'm joined today by an amazing sibling tandem. Two, maybe the greatest brother-sister tandem in the history yeah. of Santa Fe Christian. Aaron Vanderty, class of 2017. Luke Vanderty, class of 2015. Thank you both for being here. Absolutely. Thank you. It's good to see you. What was it like driving up the hill? today to campus. It's been a while for both of you, I think. It has been a while. I mean, we were saying that we don't even recognize it anymore. It's pretty different. I almost went in the wrong gate. Like it was, it was a little chaotic, but we managed. So imagine I graduated in 2001. It looks a lot different I'm sure. then. So it only gets worse. I'm just telling you, every time you come back, it's like little pieces of it, the old disappear and it becomes new and awesome. And you get the like, how come I didn't get this amazing campus, but Seriously. that's the nature of it. Okay, so we're so much to talk about uh, with you guys. Um, I, I have to start. Just I'm going to start a little bit with you, Aaron, because there's there's just I'm going to ask you about some Santa Fe memories. Okay. And I I got to say, you know, not to embarrass you right off the top, probably top five student I had in my class. I'm oh just going to say that. Do you I'm say that say to that. everyone that comes in? No, I do me. talk about my favorites a lot. I've been called out on that for like <laughs> introducing people as that like someone was like, you introduce everyone as one of your favorite people. So mm -hmm. I've tried to stop doing that a little bit. <laughs> but um, so you took, I, I remember, this is what I remember of you okay. coming in the classroom Okay. And you would always sit down and ask like a really deep, intentional question. <laughs> oh, that adds up. Does yep. it sound right? That sounds like dinner. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, and that, and then going to India. Yeah. So that was, which was a pretty remarkable trip. Which Definitely. We, which we'll get into. Okay. Um, I didn't have the privilege of, of teaching Luke Vandertie, although you, from from what I know in talking with both Mr. Maxson and Mr. Riley, who, who both sing your praises, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you come back and speak to our students on a pretty regular basis. Correct. We took a hiatus, made it over Zoom, but yeah, I usually come back once a year okay. to come speak, yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. So Luke, why don't you catch us up a little bit? You graduated in 2015. Yep. What's been the journey between then and now for you? Yep. After Santa Fe, I went to University of Notre Dame out in the Midwest. I'm really for... sorry to hear that. It's so mm -hmm. unfortunate. But, you know. I know jealousy when I hear it. Oh, <laughs> hey, we got you guys this year as a USC guy. Oh, finally. Yeah, I'm yeah just finally. Say, finally. Yeah, finally. It's been a while, so I probably shouldn't talk too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then um, four years there in the cold, uh, I studied business analytics, double major in applied math and stats. I was also the bullpen catcher and head of analytics for the baseball team while I was out there, which is an awesome experience. Yeah. And then after college, I now work out in the Bay Area up in San Francisco doing technology consulting for uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers. Okay. And um, you were saying that you have a big client. Can you tell us who that is? I can't. They'd ask us not to share. Oh, so it's so top secret that you can't even share here with your family about. Not you know, even with my family and Do you friends. have dirt on me? That's my really my concern. You'll find out. Okay. All right. That's good. So you mentioned the uh, baseball, the, being the in charge of baseball or working for, in baseball analytics for Notre Dame. Can you mm -hmm. explain, because some of our, our listeners, viewers may not know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah. So we think... If you watch any professional sports broadcast nowadays, they'll talk about the what's happening on the field, what are some of the super specific um, things that maybe they're measuring off the field, nutrition, sleep, lifting weights. They measure pretty much everything nowadays. And so I was already there as a bullpen catcher. The team invested in all this technology, which is spitting out all kinds of data, lots of Excel spreadsheets. And I kind of raised my hand and said, you know, I'm going to do this for a living someday. And I know everyone here, you think I could like yeah. help out. And that kind of spawned this team. At first it was me and one other student. And then by the time I graduated, we had a team of like 20 to 30 people working on analyzing that data, awesome. building scouting reports, helping the players and coaches think about, you know, these are your 
strong spots, here are your weak spots, here are things to work on to get there um, and make it more of a data-driven approach. So you're being humble about it, but mm -hmm. as I understand it, it's not like they said we should have an analytics department, let's take applications. You pretty much said, hey, we should do this. I'd like to do it. Yeah. And by the way, here's what we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> so what was that? I mean, it's very entrepreneurial of you, which mm -hmm. is, is a value that our head of schools talks about a lot and that we're always looking for in students. So like, why? how did you have the confidence to do that at age 19, 20, you yeah. know, whatever you were at the time? I mean, what was that like? I think I had a lot of, I had a really good relationship with the players and the coaches because of my couple of years, freshman, sophomore years, a bullpen catcher mm -hmm. and traveling with them every single day and every single week. Um, so I had a good relationship. I also did a good amount of research into what professional teams are doing as well as what other collegiate teams are doing and were kind of outpacing us. And it sort of became a no-brainer of like, the, the path is right there. We just need to follow along like other teams are doing. So did you, did you meet, did you just go in and meet with the coach and the AD and say, hey, we should do this? And they said, go for it? Yeah, I was kind of just chatting with the coach one day and I said, why aren't we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> he said, we haven't like had the time or someone dedicated to think about yeah. it. And the light bulb kind of all went off for all of us of Luke's the math guy <laughs> and he's the baseball guy. Yeah. This is like perfect. Yeah. Um, and it kind of ran from there. How long have you been the math guy? Oh. <laughs> Since like school, kindergarten. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and I say that because because I know it's a big part of your story here at, at Santa Fe with Mr. Maxson, and mm -hmm. um, you know he still talks about the legend of Luke Vandertie. So, uh, <laughs> like, could you share a little about your math your math journey? Which I didn't have a math journey. I don't oh, know I did, did not. But Luke, Luke <laughs> clearly did. So, what what was that like here at Santa Fe for you? Yeah, you know, I mean, I remember when I was in sixth grade applying to come to Santa Fe starting in seventh grade and took like the intro baseline. And they're like, we think we want to push you up to algebra one as a seventh grader, which was relatively unheard of. Only a couple people had done it. And I yeah. said, that's kind of odd. And they said, no, you're, you should do that. And that kind of got things started. And that Mr. Maxson said, I want that guy. <laughs> the one who's like just rolling through things. I remember in Mr. Jelinek's class in eighth grade, um, he pulled me aside and said, hey, Mr. Maxson explicitly wants you, an eighth grader in geometry, to come to high school math club. Um, so it was five years of high school math club for mm -hmm. me and Mr. Max and I got rolling from there all the way through, um, of when it, back when it was like a really small group, Yeah, we would meet at lunches with like five or six kids. There's like 40 kids in there now. And I was like 40. It's yeah. so, and it's not just the high school, it's the middle school yeah. and the lower school, which right. is something I'm super proud of. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so I kind of, you know, got myself involved and then also helped grow the, the overall program and team, which is really exciting. Like you mentioned, the numbers, the number of people, how they're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's all accelerated. Yeah. Um, and then towards the back half of high school, we started reaching out myself and a couple of other folks. How can we start a lower school program, um, which is also really exciting and fun to get fourth and fifth graders yeah. involved in. So how do math. I get Mr. Maxson to like tag my second grade student as like, <laughs> we need this girl in our lower school <laughs> math club. Uh, that's really awesome. So, yeah. and, and we'll talk some more about that. Um, Going to come to you, Aaron. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about uh, your journey from 2017 mm -hmm. to now. Sure. So graduated in 2017. And went to Texas Christian University, mm -hmm. like a lot of Santa Fe's. Yep. Um, I think. Although there was... I feel like when you guys went, it wasn't like it is. Like we're sending like six, seven kids a year there now. That's how it was actually. It was. Yeah. Okay. I feel All like right. everywhere I turned in the cafeteria, yeah. there was another SSC <laughs> person throwing up the talons. You know. Yeah. Um, no, so I went to Santa Fe, started nursing, actually. I knew I wanted to work with people, but didn't know what that looked like. Um, Luke has always been the math and science guy. I have not been that, um, but didn't really know what that entailed 
for nursing. Um, so I did that for my first year. Really, what realized it wasn't my jam. So I switched to social work. Actually, I had a great mm-hmm. academic advisor who said, "Why don't we give it a shot? Um, it sounds like there's something you might be interested in." So really, a leap of faith kind of switched, um, and found that it was just exactly for me. Um, really fascinating stuff. And then I ended up adding political science mm-hmm. and um, Spanish choice. minors. Excellent choice. Absolutely. You know, those are the deep questions. You know, maybe that's where it all is leading to. I love it. Absolutely. And Someday then, they'll make you host a podcast. That's maybe. just the natural evolution. <laughs> All roads lead to podcast leading. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then during college, I was really involved in, honestly, a lot of things that were ASB-oriented, which is something I did at Santa Fe. A lot of um, student-led organizations, a lot of first-year experience, um, leadership development type of things. Super involved in my college ministry. um, So kind of the works in Fort Worth, Texas. And then from there, I knew I wanted to dig in a little deeper into the social work world, but didn't know what that entailed. So um, I applied to grad schools, and that is how I ended up in New York City. Um, Did a one-year program, Masters of Social Work at Columbia Columbia University. And it was kind of this mix of social work and leadership management and nonprofit work, um, kind of this niche program that the university had. And now I work in the city. I'm doing HR for J.P. Morgan. So kind of an odd journey so to speak but i love what i'm doing and it's been really good since well and i think you've since the beginning had kind of an interest in people sure. right and you're, yeah. i think you're still in the midst of the the all the different roles and spots and jobs that that are involved in that but i mean yeah. that's kind of to me the through line of, totally um and i i guess i wonder how much of that was because of your time at Santa Fe. I mean, you were really involved at Santa Fe mm-hmm. with a yes. lots of different people. Mm-hmm. What stands out to you from what stands out to you from your time at Santa Fe? I mean, if if you're looking back now, yeah. you know, a whole five, six years later. Sure. Um, <clears throat> what are some things that you would use to describe your time here? Well, I think, and I think it's something that could speak to Luke's story as well. I think Santa Fe allows for, you know, the diversity of opportunities and of engagement in the sense of I could be a a varsity athlete at the same time that I was in ASB at the same time that I was doing the senior musical you know we can just jump into a lot of different things um, which allowed me to explore and kind of pick and choose what actually resonates what doesn't and then kind of what you're saying finding that through line of okay it's people Um, I think something kind of a random smaller memory but it made me think um, I saw the string lights that mm-hmm. are new. Yeah. And I remember there was a season of ASB that we were doing some worship nights and really getting that going um, with Mr. Andreu. No, not Mr. Andreu. Ms. Coach A. Coach A. Yeah. <laughs> Different A. Um, <laughs> spend some time. And uh, we were hanging those string lights like by hand yeah. every night for those events. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was really a student-led effort. And I think Santa Fe also allowed for that of, okay, mm. we have this desire, let's just run with it. Yeah. And we had a lot of people just champion us. Um, and now as an adult, it's funny, because I think about how many of y'all would stay after school and sacrifice you know, time with your families or time just relaxing. I live with a third grade teacher now, and oh, I see how important her nights all for. Um, <laughs> so the fact that y'all really did champion us and allowed us to just run with these ideas was super special. Yeah. And yeah. Do, do either of you have any particular like standout memories from Santa Fe experiences or things you're a part of that, you know, or funny memories. Those mm. are always good. Embarrassing oh memories. I mean, I mean, Aaron, so, you must have so a bunch funny. of embarrassing. Memories. Oh my God. Thank you. That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast actually. <laughs> um, 
I'm like, how do I, I don't want to expose too many people too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think India and honestly the missions trip. trips, um, yeah. they were, because I went to the Dominican Republic first mm-hmm. and then went to India twice, yeah. um, which looking back is truly incredible that y'all brought a bunch of teenagers around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that, and we always say, you know, we're going to serve, but they truly teach us yeah. more than anything. And I think it just opened my eyes to honestly the sorrow and hardship in this world and how important Jesus is in it. And that kind of led me to asking critical questions about the world and, you know, leading to social work, which is, you know, kind of an extension of a lot of these same principles. Um, But I also think that there were just some beautiful times. Like I remember walking into the orphanage for the first time in India and they put these orange flowered lays on us. And I remember all of us just weeping. Yeah. Because we're like, what is this joy? What is this, you know, music and singing and just worship around us of these yeah. kiddos immediately and just inviting for, us just in. Just for context, sure. having been there too, like the, mm-hmm. the, when you say we're going into the orphanage, like you, to get to the orphanage, you're driving through the like the poorest of the yeah. poor. I mean, like mud huts and, and, you know, people going to the bathroom on the side of the yeah. road. I mean, it's, and so then you walk into this place and, and you see this amazing joy. It's pretty hard not to just be like, this is so, di- I can't imagine yeah. feeling this way in this particular setting, but truly it was are. overwhelming yeah. in a really beautiful way, but yeah. that's just a, you know, a sliver of a moment that will never leave. I don't yeah. think, but awesome. Yeah. Luke, how about you? Yeah. I mean, I went to Costa Rica with the basketball team on a mission trip. That was for a lot of similar reasons. I mean, very impactful. I also went to Israel with uh, with Santa Fe after, right after senior year, which was a lot of fun. And that was a trip I'll never forget with uh, Garcia and Litz. That was yeah. a really cool trip. But I think a different type of memory was with the baseball team when we played at Petco Park and threw mm-hmm. a no-hitter. That was like an all-time great moment that I'm never going to forget. Um, also, <laughs> math retreat. Yeah, the math team took a retreat. I mean, who doesn't want to go on math retreat? Yeah, as exciting as it sounds, uh, it was actually so much fun because I think Mr. Max and I kind of built out a nice mix of definitely went there with math in mind. We also took a group freshmen through seniors, some new students who are getting acclimated, and it was just a really fun time to like hang out with people. And he's continued that tradition. You know, I know they they did that again. I think this past summer they'll continue to do that. Um, and, and you guys on the math club too, I know he's done these like big reunions mm-hmm. over Christmas time, mm-hmm. people come back and yep. Uh, yep. so you guys have built quite a community through that. Absolutely. <clears throat> we're, we're looking to keep those going in the coming years. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously people don't graduate from Santa Fe complete people, right? I mean, I think that's, that is one of actually the myths I think that, that sometimes I have to remind our kids of is the goal is not that at 18 years old. You have all of the all of the answers, and you never go through any doubt. And you know, I mean, it really is meant to be more of a root, not you mm-hmm. know, a finished product. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that your faith has changed quite a bit in the years since you've left, mm-hmm. uh, as it, as it does for all of us. Is there anything particular though that you can look back at and say, you know, I thought maybe I thought I was getting this in my faith at Santa Fe, but really what I realize now is, you know, this is what I learned there that I've taken with me. I think. I mean, this isn't actually answering your question. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I'm used yeah. to that with you. You're doing it well, but like, not <laughs> Answer the question I should have asked. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll get to your actual question. Okay. Um, I think something that I, w- I recognized I was learning and that has remained really important is genuinely the biblical foundation. Hmm. I have a ton of friends now um, in the church who 
just never had structured biblical teaching. Maybe they came to faith later in their life or maybe had um, an experience with the church growing up that um, maybe was more emotion or experiential based than biblical um, or theological. And so I think that the fact that we had so many years of deep teaching um, and like, let's get in the scriptures and let's study the context of what's happening. Um, Let's memorize scripture. Now as an adult, I find myself getting back into the practice of memorizing scripture when as a 16 year old, I was rolling my eyes at it. But even that, I remember the things that I memorized when I was 16. Yep. And that is truly the point of the curriculum. <laughs> and so, good job. Um, but Listen. that's foundational. I mean, yeah. the amount, yeah. I mean, I live in New York City now, and New York City could be described as a spiritual wasteland to a lot of people, and it could be seen as a really dark place. Um, and so, if you don't have, you know, this firm foundation to fall back on, um, it can feel really overwhelming. And so, I feel thankful that. Santa Fe and then, you know, churches that I went to in college um, really just paved the way yeah. and kind of put those roots down. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so glad you say that. I say that all the time, too, for better or worse. Most of the scripture I have memorized, I learned at Santa Fe. Isn't that and, funny? And it's like, it's a credit to Santa Fe. It yeah. might be a little bit of an indictment on myself of like the, <laughs> the fact that I'm not sure. as, as doing that as frequently as I should be. But it is amazing that yeah. like... Even the like, shoot, I got this test in 10 minutes. I got to learn this thing. Yep. It sticks with you, right? Mm-hmm. It comes up at the most random times, which totally. is, which is I still cool. think every once in a while, like, oh, I remember, remember that yeah. one. This is why I learned it. This yeah, is right. Situation. I yeah. think in addition to like scripture itself, but also like the historical context of yeah. Mr. Garcia's class. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically that one talking about, here's what we're reading. Here was the context for it. And then going and sitting in mass nowadays and thinking about the context. And then the Israel trip for me really like mm. pieced a lot of it yeah. together when it gets real. It's like, yeah. well, this was the river. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, this is the mud. And, um, and share with our, our audience, too, because I've, I've not gotten to go on that trip, which someday I will. But, like, we yeah. have students that get baptized in the Jordan River on that trip, right? It was an amazing trip. My yeah. mom came with me as okay. well, which yeah. was a ton of fun. Um, and it was like a 12-day trip to Israel. We spent the first half going around the whole country, and then the other half of the trip in Jerusalem itself, mm-hmm. and visiting holy sites, reading scripture, and being like, by the way, this is the Jordan River, mm-hmm, yeah. this is the Mediterranean yeah. Sea, like this is the Dead Sea, and floating in it, um, it all just becomes so real yeah. um, on that trip. Yeah. And it was great because Mr. Garcia and Mr. Litz have done that trip many number of times. They know all kinds of hidden areas that the tour guides aren't gonna take you and make it a little more impactful. Um, for us, yeah. it was that was really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. What is something like Aaron? You mentioned, you know, when you were sixteen, even some of the things you had to do, like memorize scripture, you'd kind of roll your eyes at a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. What is what's something about Santa Fe that maybe you didn't appreciate at the time that you look back on and you're like, eh, okay, I took that for granted a little bit, but I'm really <laughs> grateful for it. <laughs> my immediate thought, which isn't my real answer, uh, school uniforms, because I miss okay, not having to I'm think so about it. I'm so glad you picked that <laughs> one. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. Um, that one I did appreciate. So <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I, I might show this clip to the students, because every year we have to talk about dress code, right? It's like none of us none of us came here to be the dress code police, yeah. right? We don't, we don't like it. But it is a thing, and there yeah. are some benefits to it. Totally. So every year I tell them there's an alumni that comes back that says, I kind of miss it a little bit. I didn't have to think about it. I wasn't in the fashion. Absolutely. You know, competition, you know, and then... So nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, I do blame my lack of fashion sense now on Santa Fe. As but you should. Yeah. yeah. That's a sidebar <laughs> issue. But. Definitely couldn't learn it. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Luke? I think the structure mm-hmm. of a lot of things, right? You have 
lifting before school and you mm -hmm. have these periods and then during lunch you're going to this and then after school you've got this for an hour like a lot of that structure some of it i signed up for certainly signing up for sports signing up for math club um but then taking that into college where you're given a little a lot more freedom yeah with your time and kind of think okay i need to do these different things i can't not put it on the calendar and then after college when you truly have a lot more freedom especially in today's like work from home society <laughs> yep, right when it's very much on me to figure out how I'm going to spend my yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. Um, and so I think that like structure and th reminding myself of the value of 24 hours in a day mm -hmm. is, is something I learned then and really has become important. Now. Yeah. I also want to add, I, I think that when I was at Santa Fe, especially towards the last few years of high school, I think the size of Santa Fe felt um, suffocating at mm -hmm. times in the sense of, I mean, we've talked about this, I think, yes. since we've graduated, of what it means to be Aaron Vandertire or Luke right. Vandertire or whatever other leader on campus. Um, it can hold a lot of pressure. It's hard it by is. the end, you know, it if is. you built a certain stigma and you feel like I have to I have to live up to this totally. reputation. Yeah. Totally. Um, and even just everyone kind of knowing each other and knowing each other's families and the drama for lack mm -hmm. of better terms, yeah. it's high school. Um right. but I miss it. You know, you miss walking around and knowing each other's families yeah. and meeting people and knowing their stories and knowing that they're keeping an eye on you. Um, and also even um, they know what you're capable of and they'll tag you and say, come be involved in this yeah. or know that you're like the go-to person yeah. for any number of things. Um, I don't know. Just the familiarity of it is both um, tricky to navigate, but also really sweet and special. It's easy to take for granted the, mm -hmm. the upside of being known. Totally. You know, and, and what that can bring. I just, I just had a, a different alum um, come by this week, back from college first semester, and asked all the usual questions. And it was, mm -hmm. yeah, I have good friends, I'm, but it's just hard because, like, they're still so new. You can't, totally. you can't get to that level of depth, you know, yeah. that you have by the time you graduate in a short period of time, especially with, you know, kids who are here since fourth grade or second oh grade. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of history there for sure. Definitely. Do you still have relationship with a lot of either students or teachers that, that you had here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think we both are well, pretty been, tight. It's been really fun. I mean, Teacher like Mr. Max and I, yeah. we talked on the phone a couple of days ago. Like we're gonna, we get coffee pretty much every time I'm home. Yeah, um, to catch up. But for students as well, it's been really fun. A few folks that I were in high school with now are in San Francisco with me. Right. And so yeah. <laughs> on any given weekend, going to play pickleball is myself, Kelly Hoffman, class of 2014, Van Koykendall, class of 2016, yeah. Grace Patel, class of 2017. All four of us hang out all the time. Yeah, all, by the way, the big math club people. Who, mm. then I follow up, I'm yes. like, oh yeah, we all went to high school together. Like, oh, that's so cool. I go, even better, we're all in the math club together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's awesome. really fun to like, see how those relationships evolve yeah. um, over time. In addition to friends from baseball, other friends from my grade. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's good. good, yeah. There's a good core group, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely am still tight um, with a, a core group. Um, Shiloh Jan was mm -hmm. actually just my family this past Thanksgiving and flew out and awesome. spent it with me in the city. Oh, you know, it's one of those people best. that knows That's you awesome. through and through yeah. for a lot That's of years, cool. definitely. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting even um, the different ages who you kind of reconnect with. Um, 
Mo- I don't know if I told you this. Molly Stead was in church the other day in New York City, <laughs> who is who graduated with Luke. Yeah. Um, and I just walked in, and there she was. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. this is not chapel. <laughs> uh, let's uh, hold on. <laughs> Confusing. Yeah. Um, or even Mariah Kettler, you know, a couple yeah. years younger than me, yeah. one of my best friends. Still, I'm hanging out with her on Wednesday. So it really is sweet. And going coming back here and going to church and re-seeing. Yeah. Re-seeing is not a word, so but why, again, but why is it? Why is it that? That it is a, it is a like for lack of a better word it's a weird unique thing about Santa Fe like yeah. that because I, I don't know about you but like in in my world non Santa Fe people like people are are just you, you still hang out with your high school friends like what yeah. did you not you know and that that seems to be a, a common story and theme with like why is it that for whatever reason the relationships here stick you know, through through all the time periods where at sure. a lot of places it feels like they don't. I mean, my first thought is, you know, Santa Fe, you're not just going to class and leaving at the end of the day. Even you're not just going to class and going to sports and leaving at the end of the day or theater or whatever you're involved in. At Santa Fe, you're asked, you know, the deeper emotion, spiritual questions. And, you know, you think about class retreats or... We used to have um, advisory. It was kind of like a homeroom period. I don't know if that's still around. Um, it's not. We okay. the middle school has it. The oh, upper awesome. school now, though, we have, you know, TMI. But we have we have uh, chapel groups. Awesome. So we go to chapel, and then you have like a, like a twenty five minute, like yeah, with oh, a small awesome. group. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so that's important. Cool. Um, I guarantee that you know some of those kids who are in those groups will probably be still talking yeah, a number of totally. years later. That's the hope. You yeah. Know, so yeah. Um, I think it's just, you know, you wrestle with hard questions with each other and it kind of, when we're talking about these really deep things on a Thursday basis every week, um, it just opens the door in these friendships to be established differently. Like I keep thinking of, you know, like Grace Patel, I feel like she's one of, I mean, we were, we honestly became best friends in your class. I know. Because we were I mean, always that's... talking in your class. <laughs> if so I remember you. your, your, your section of my class had like 11 kids in it or something. <laughs> it we was probably really all of small. Noise. No, you were all like super high achievers. So yeah, actually it was, I mean, first of all, it was super fun, but yeah. I, I do remember being like, Hey guys, we have to do a little bit of history. Like just <laughs> calm down. Oh, are you and, sure? and you would kind of be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And at the beginning <laughs> of the year. I would be like, you're not going to do well if you if you don't, you know, we got to get yeah. some stuff done. And then by three months in, it was like, yeah, they're going to do fine. <laughs> Pass that AP test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I think Grace is a great example of we've been friends truly since seventh grade, but really got cl- tight in um, your class. But we have gone different paths in college and kind of wrestled with big questions together. But she's always remained a friend that we could ask those big questions to each other. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And again, I think that Santa Fe opened the doors of, okay, it's not just going to be about, you know, these kind of superficial pieces. It's going to be, I know your family. I know you, what you've been through. We've been to India together. We've, yeah. you know, kind of wrestled with deep spiritual things. And so that'll mm-hmm. just remain as the precedent in our friendship forever. Yeah. Yeah. Would Grace be mad if we talked about her trip to the Taj Mahal on the podcast? I was actually <laughs> going to bring it up, but I didn't know. I think she wouldn't be mad. Okay. So you are a great friend. That's all I'll say. She ate something not great. <laughs> all I remember is at the visitor center, like we're buying tickets yeah. and it's like, where's Grace and Aaron? 
And we won't say who, but one of them was throwing up in the bathroom. And I, I mean, I'm not going to say that she didn't throw up on my feet, but like. <laughs> oh, she tripped it through, sure. though. Like, she we did. did the whole day. Mm -hmm. We did the whole bus ride back. And she was two feet from the bath, like the toilet. Yeah. You know, we were yeah, so it was, close. You, yeah, I blame you, you for so that, far. though. I mean, oh, probably. Got, That's like, fair. can't you get her two more feet? You know, the... there was a language barrier. I was trying to get people out of the way. Trust me, she needs to go uh, for, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Grace, we love you. We do. <laughs> Sorry for outing your story. All right, Luke, how about you? I think the the shared experience, like what Aaron is saying, it's such a small group. I mean, it's the same people that you're hanging out with after school, that you're in all your classes together, that you're in math club with. I think of like Allie Whiting and Megan Frankie that we we had like five classes together in a row every year. And then we'd go to math club and then we'd hang out after sports. And like we were this super close group. And same with my friends of the baseball team. You you spend so much time with a small group that either it doesn't work and like that's fine you respect each other and like do your own thing or you become really close yeah um and those are relationships that stick and um you stay in touch with people just the, the shared experiences so much together what do you think is another part of santa fe is things like math retreat like no one does that <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no one does that but like we did because we had such a good time all of us hanging out together yeah. um it's like yes we want to do that and that's something we look forward to every year um th those were some awesome trips yeah um it's it's we like hanging out with each other and like let's why not spend more time together and santa fe provided all the different opportunities that you can yeah. take advantage of those I'm, I'm sitting here struck too and and you know we've we've joked about how we're not math people like mm -hmm. Luke, but you you both had you know really strong academic careers here i mean some of the best but you also had really different I feel like experiences as totally. far as like what you were involved in, what kinds of stuff you did. So I, what was that like as siblings? <laughs> like, did you feel like you had to do all of the same things as him or what was that like? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this some, I feel like over the years. Um, I think it was pretty clear early on, even, you know, in our lives that we were super different temperament style and about everything else in the world. Interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there was part of me that, you know, being Luke Manderty's little sister, especially for those first few years at a small school, you know, they, everyone knows him because everyone knows everyone. And so then I'm, you know, immediately going to naturally fall into that role. Um, I think it did take a while. I, I remember actually going to math club a couple times and quickly realizing <laughs> This Everyone here is so great. This is not where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. Yeah. It's okay. It took some, you know. Grace probably dragged you into fails. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah. true. And also it sounds like Mike didn't fight. Mike Maxson didn't fight hard when he wanted to leave. No. Yeah. 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 He's a very discerning man. <laughs> he hasn't correct. asked me to be a coach or an advisor on the math club either. You know what? So. We know our strengths. Yeah. And we know our weaknesses. Right. Yeah. Self-awareness. Yeah. 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 Underrated skill. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I think it also is fun that we did do... We we both were really involved with sports and um, in our faith and these missions trips. So we had a lot of common ground, but I think it was fun having very different high school experiences. Um, I don't know. ASB, the musical. Yeah. Never going to be me. Yeah. That's I'm fair. glad it was you. <laughs> that's super fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 
I remember, I don't, sorry if this embarrasses you, but I remember like teaching you and coaching you through asking girls to homecoming. Oh, yes. Like this, it was. Let's talk about this. I yeah. still come to her for questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, like, give me an example of some of the advice that you gave him on homecoming. I love well, I just even remember like going to, you know, Vaughn's and picking out flowers, or I think you gave Megan Frankie a pineapple one year to ask her to homecoming. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the backstory that was. was. Yeah, that it was, was like a, um, uh, Spongebob theme ask no she just favorite like fruit maybe okay <laughs> all right hey. I don't know if that was my you know advice but yeah. I, I supported them I'm pretty sure it. you said not to do that probably, probably. <laughs> but y'all are still friends so it yeah, works out but no we've had fun being different and also similar in a lot of ways yeah and then <laughs> goes both ways advice like Luke I need help budgeting yeah. Excel spreadsheet oh, numbers yeah. like all mm -hmm. of this. This was last week, probably. Like, <laughs> Let it be and, known. And next week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For the rest yeah. of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It yeah. comes in handy to have a person like that. Absolutely. That's yeah. what I'm saying. All right. Well, uh, I can't say thank you enough. Always super fun catching up with both of you. Uh, really proud of you both. You just are amazing um, representatives of of our graduates and. Uh, I know you're you're both in town, not for a super long period of time. So the fact that you took the time to come do this is great. Anytime I can bring up embarrassing stories of Aaron, <laughs> I'm I there for do. that. Yeah. Well, if you have a couple you want to share with me off the air, just for next time. For next time, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that'd be perfect. So, uh, mm -hmm. but really grateful for you guys. Well, thanks for having us. Of course. Us. Anytime. Thank you for listening and or for watching us. If this is the first time you're joining us, you can catch other episodes of our Eagle Perspective podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on YouTube for the video podcasts or anywhere else podcasts are available. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks for joining us.